I'm Zach, and uh, I used to do drugs, and I still do. I'm Ben, and I used to too. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Mitch Hedberg. That was one of my favorites of his. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I used to do I drugs. Also- no, I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> I also, I also, I think my other favorite one that I actually just thought of earlier today was like, something like, some people say, I don't care if they're black, white, purple, or brown. Well, hold on a second. Purple or, or I already fucked it up. You know the joke. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't care if you're black, white, purple, or green. It's like whoa, whoa purple and green. We have to draw the line somewhere. I always liked uh, talking about you know escalator. I like them because they never break. They can just become stairs. Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> I did a I did a tribute set of Mitch Hedberg jokes. Uh, very early on in my comedy career. And now it was, it was, I, I said it was a tribute set. I wasn't stealing his fucking material just to make it very clear. And it was specifically as an opening act for a sketch show that I was in that was, um, you know, off, off, off Milwaukee Avenue, um, in a church basement. So. <laughs> My material at the time was deemed not appropriate for the church for some reason. Oh, weird. Well, I mean, you remember some of my material. Yeah. Yeah. They, they wanted it really clean though. Cause like, I remember I had a joke where it was like, I like practical jokes and here's one of my favorites. Take a whoopee cushion and you fill it with chocolate pudding. Right. It's pretty dumb, pretty simple. And he was like, yeah, you can't do that whoopee cushion one. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up talking with the guy and he's like, yeah, just like do somebody else's jokes. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I ended up settling on, okay, I'll just do some Mitch Hedberg stuff. That's clean. So I had to learn a lot of his material. And it's a it's a good exercise in uh, trying to write efficiently. He doesn't fuck around and waste time. Yeah, I have a tree. <laughs> yeah, they say Sprite is lemon lime soda, so I tried to make my own. I took some lemon and some lime, and there's some other shit in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cheese shredder at home. That's a positive name for it. Cheese shredder. They never call it by its negative name because no one would buy it. Sponge ruiner. (laughs) I don't have a microwave, but I do have a clock that occasionally cooks shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, rest in peace, Mitch Hedberg. And if you don't know who that is, um, don't mind us butchering all of his great jokes he he had tons of them, so go look them up and you'll find them. And also, don't do H. Yeah. Real lesson there. Um, Especially nowadays. Yeah. Well, ever, really. H ain't nothing to fuck with. As a, as a diabetic, I've got enough needles going in me. 
Yeah. This is real positive. Let's uh welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks, where uh we'll riff on our favorite Mitch Hedberg material because uh once they're dead it's off it's off limits, right? Or it's it's all fair game. Yeah, I think that's how it works. <laughs> there was a time I was at an open mic and uh this kid did all Mitch Hedberg material and it was not a tribute set. He went up there and just did Hedberg jokes and a buddy of mine was hosting and he went back up after that kid was done. And he's like, huh, I guess once you're dead, everything's just fair game, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And that dude, he got like so red faced. He finished his shit and he, he got the fuck out the bar. (laughs) It was hilarious. So uh, we got a whole slew of shit to talk about, man. Yeah, there's, um, let's see, All-American Triple Loop. That, yeah, man, Indiana Beach has revealed the name of the uh, three-looping Schwarzkopf coaster. Is that because they're from Indiana and the ride came from Mexico, so they wanted to make sure to like put the brand it, on it? Don't forget, it came from Germany because it toured Germany. Then went to Malaysia, then England, then Mexico. Now it's in America. Yeah, that's kind of misleading. So, all-American. Triple loop. I've been trying to come up with good punchlines for this one. The best I got is all-American triple loop sounds like an 80s pro wrestling finishing move. Oh, he hit him with the all-American triple loop. That's going to do some trouble there, McMahon. And if Sounds you know who right. that horrible impression was supposed to be, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> <laughs> when I first read it, it kind of reminds me of the Great American Challenge. Oh, which, fuck. What is- um, you should Google that with safe search off. Is, is that um, how many Borgs is the All-American Challenge? How many? How many what? Borgs. Borgs. That's Blackout Rage Gallons. Oh. Uh, maybe not that exactly, but let's see. I'm just going to fact check this. Great American Challenge. Oh, wow. Now, it's the first one. Okay. Now, while you're getting to that, I will say the best comment we got is that somebody said it sounds like a Guy Fieri appetizer, which it definitely does. Uh, well, so the all American triple loop. Now the more important question really is now that we can all stand there and salute the ride. Um, is it really going to open? Probably not this year. They said it's going to open, but they haven't announced a date. I mean, maybe they don't. I don't know. So they got they got some mindbender trains. A and then. Great. Those haven't had any problems in the past. Yeah. I mean, technically, the first cars haven't. But true, it is. It is kind of funny in a way that they're taking. So two of the most awful Schwarzkopf accidents 
happened on Mindbender and Kimara. And this is Kimara track with Mindbender trains. So I'm like, I want to go get the credit the day it opens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, yep, that was cool. Yeah. I'm almost like, although now that you put it in that perspective, there's like a final destination thing about to happen. Yeah. I mean, also, but also like good for them for, I guess, using the all first car trains, if that's what they're doing. So I don't know. I'm sure it's fine. They're like, the we way couldn't th- find a last car anywhere. Uh. Jesus. Well, you know, Hey, I mean, it looks it looks cool. I don't know. I, I'm just glad they're not doing those premiere trains because when they put those premiere trains on uh, Zonga, apparently that just created more issues. So I'm sure. I think you know these old Schwarzkopf's that were designed to tour around are probably like really delicate <laughs> for you know giant steel machines. God, all American triple loop. Like that just makes me feel like they're going to be like blasting Rocky, like a hurricane out of the station. (laughs) MAGA flags in the station. Like they paint one of the trains, like the thin blue line. Yeah. I was going to say they have the the flag with the blue line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. When are we going to see a Trump in like, like I want I kind of want to see that cuz it would be funny like a roller coaster like a even it would be actually be funnier if it was like a wacky worm or a dragon wagon that's tra- like traveling through fairs just and like it has flying. a red hat on it yeah <laughs> yeah like a red hat on the dragon and then it's like flying a maga flag it's like yeah if it <laughs> exists fucking, i want to see it a confederate <laughs> bumper sticker on the ass <laughs> I love when I see those two flags together, the Confederate flag and the MAGA flag. It's like you're saying the quiet part loud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Although, hey, you know, those flags are good because they distinguish a certain type of uh, person. Yeah. The... That Roy Wood bit, man, that sticks with you. <laughs> he's talking about how he's from Alabama. He's like, so that flag, you know, if it's 2 a.m., you need gas. You see that flag at the station. That means don't stop there. Yeah. <laughs> and God, like, I never understood people back home who were flying those. It's like, you live in Wisconsin. Like, what are you trying to say? Your grandfather fought for the North, dumbass. Oh, boy. Well, look, now that we've alienated some people, and rightfully so, bye. <laughs> you wave those flags, that's fine, but uh, we're going we're gonna to take shots. <laughs> All-American triple loop. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> USA, USA. 
These colors don't run. If they paint one red, one white, and one blue. Like, oh, like each car of the train? The loops. Oh, yeah. I just, I just thought, you know, maybe they'll also play America. Fuck yeah. That'd be way better. That'd be fun. I play that song every 4th of July. I crank that shit up. (laughs) That's the one thing I do to celebrate. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, I'm hesitant to say I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, I I always forget that it's even there because I just assume either a, it won't open or B, I won't ever get the chance to ride it, but it's fine. I'm glad they're putting an effort into it though. I'm not going to lie. It seems a little bit like a doomed ride. <laughs> yeah. They should have about the actual mind bender. Right. I wonder the owner of Gene state, like Gene Staples, he's like putting all this work into bringing Kimara and all this stuff. And then like he hears that mind bender is like closing and they're taking it apart. Like, you know, carefully piece by piece. And he's just like, fuck. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> I did Yo, see I'm just saying. Video. I saw a YouTube video that someone claimed that Gene Staples might save the ride with no facts or information or sources, just as a as a fun title. Here's the thing: it's like I don't know if people can distinguish like hopes from actual. I think can, people conflate their hopes and wishes with what the reality of situations is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But speaking of something that is actually happening and is pretty fun and hopeful, RMC is going to be working on Mind Blower at a fun spot in Kissimmee. I already made the joke. I already made the joke before, but I think this has a lot to do with the six week abortion ban. Look, you can't be too careful in some of these states. That'd be a wild headline, like, um, you know, a Florida woman gets sued by the state of Florida for riding a roller coaster that caused a a miscarriage. Look, Fun Spot is so up to date with the health laws in Florida; they never even closed for COVID. <laughs> so I'm. Look, compliance is the name of their game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's true. The real question is, will it be a new credit? Um, Depends on how much they do. Now that we have a good example of, of like a retracking like this, I mean, I could see it being like um, if more than half of it is replaced, I suppose you could count it. That's know. tough. Yeah. I, don't I think know. if they if they fully RMC it. But if they're just doing like the 205 retrack or whatever, then like. That's not really much different than just doing track work. Yeah, right. It's just somebody else is doing it and it's a slightly different type of track. Yeah. Yeah, true. We'll get in the weeds with the nerd shit. I don't give a fuck. Well, it would be like it when, you know, Voyage gets retracked 
pretty much end to end at least once every couple of years. So, um, I guess it's like the same thing that doesn't count. No, but it, I feel like I would count it if they put, you know, iBox track on that bitch. Yeah. If it was a full iBox and yeah, that's that. I think that counts. It, Same, um, Cause at that point it's a steel coaster. Suck it. Yeah. Motherfuckers. That ain't no hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I would love it. I would I wonder, love to see them do that on Voyage and people be so confused because they couldn't call it a hybrid. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say with the classification thing, I wonder if they're still going to call it um, Florida's only inverting wooden coaster. Oh, yeah. They're not going to change it until they have to. They get sued. Although apparently the, the, the actual inversion is, isn't an issue. I guess the inversion is designed in a way where the train is basically forceless or it's like in zero, it's like caught in zero G and the yeah. track just, it just guides the rotation. So that makes sense. I wonder if they'll keep that wood. I, I remember mean, that's definitely the smoothest part of the ride. Yeah. So I remember I, shit, what's crazy is I remember this shit back in like, two, I, I listened to a podcast in like 2006 or seven. And they, I don't know if it was like coaster buzz or coaster radio, or I don't know what it was, but they, they had an interview with the gravity groups, gravity group engineer or one of them or two of them, whatever. And they were actually talking about how they had the ability to put an invert, like do a barrel roll on a wooden coaster back in like Oh five Oh six. And I, I guess they, they were in the talks of potentially doing it on Hades in the first version of it. You know, that makes sense. I don't, I don't remember ever hearing about it then, but it doesn't surprise me. Cause I remember how big of a deal it was when they did the 90 degree turn. Yeah. Or the banking. Which it's it's kind of funny. Like, look, I remember when that, yeah, when that was a big deal, and um, shit, even the um, even the the arms on the new Texas Giant that overbank turn that was a big deal, which it really wasn't because it's like, well, it's a steel coaster, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I think RMC may like, I don't think Mind Blower is going to be any worse for the wear. It's it's a good ride when it's it basically is in the same space as old Ghost Rider. When it's running good, it's great, but when it's running bad, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, I just hate those trains so much. Oh yeah, those don't help anything. I think the only ride I've been on where the Timberliners haven't really been noticeably an issue is Switchback. Yeah, switchback and and those small ones too. Like um, Kentucky Flyer was actually pretty fun. I haven't been on that. Yeah, like I don't like them on the big coasters, like Hades or. Um, I need to ride Hades again. It's been a long ass time. Well, um, here's a great opportunity. We'll get a plug in for our meetup coming up next fucking month. You know that's next month already, Ben? Shit. I need to book a flight. You should. 
<laughs> that is, uh, we are about as of the day of release, six weeks out. So we're six weeks out, June 16th, 17, 18. We'll be at Six Flags Great America. And on the 18th, we're going to Mount Olympus. So uh, we'll get you back on Hades. Hades 360. Sorry. And uh, you guys can join us. I'm so fucking excited for this meetup. We are going to be doing a live podcast in a cinema. That's going to be fucking awesome. Big, big screen. Big sound. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be fun. Looking forward yeah, to it. I don't know. We'll get to we'll get to be podcasting live for you guys. I don't know. There's we don't do live episodes ever really. Pretty much just the last time we had the meetup. Yeah. And that was and that we, one and that one too was like that was more of like an interactive kind of group thing too. And I think that's how it'll generally be doing live podcasts. Yeah. But I think the rarity of it makes it more fun. And then also it's just a, there's definitely an energy when you're in the same room, you know? Yeah. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's uh, the 17th. We'll be at the Belvedere cinema gallery, which is just about 10 minutes or so away from great America in Waukegan. We'll be starting at, Boy, I want to say six o'clock. I'm going with six o'clock. Like, I don't, I can't remember for sure if it's seven, but I think it's six because unfortunately there's a kind of a hard cutoff time. We have to be out of there. Oh, it's a, it's kind of early curfew for the venue, unfortunately. So, but the park will be open after we're done recording. So we'll all go back there and get some night rides in. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. You know, anytime we get to hang out at great America, there's like the, the crazy nostalgia vibe kicks in, you know? Yeah. And it's just a good vibe. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And the, and the funniest thing is now, now that um, it's legal here in Illinois on busier days, especially during Fright Fest, you will just fucking smell it in the parking lot. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I remember I went for Fright Fest last season and this girl got out of the like, park next to us. I'm in the car smoking a bowl. She gets out of her car and stands up next to her car and starts smoking a bowl. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm a little old school, but I just... I'm a little nervous about being that brazen in certain places, but suffice yeah, it, it to say it is legal here. So, you know, come to our meetup. It's legal. <laughs> yeah. After being here for a while now, I'm kind of in that, like, I don't even think about it and it, which is not good. Cause I'll be in other States and like not realizing how obvious I'm being. Cause like, I'll just kind of like, I'll just stand in like a smoking section and smoke a joint. And then it's like, Oh shit. Like I'm in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember like <coughs> getting so fucking high at our first meetup in San Antonio. Thanks to, uh, 
you and our awesome buddies down there. And like we were around the corner at that hotel and it was like already kind of sketchy. Yeah. And then we all went and sat down and it was like so fucking high. And that, that lady, the, the lady who is working the counter came up to us and she's like, excuse me. And we're like, Oh fuck. It wasn't even, no, it wasn't even excuse me. She was like, um, she's like, can you gentlemen come here, please? Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is like the fucking, it's like, Oh my God, we must reek or something. Yeah. And then, and then it turns out there's just some, some sketchy dude in the parking lot. Yeah. She just wanted us to stand there while she kicked him the fuck out. And it's like, Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Nice thing about wearing a fucking battle vest. People tend not to fuck with you. But yeah, that was like, yeah. Can can you guys come here first? Um. <laughs> so, hopefully, everybody will legalize soon. But you know, uh, like like we've kind of been planning. We're just uh, we're on the legalization tour <laughs> with our meetups. <laughs> you know how exciting it is that Silver Dollar City is now in a legal state. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy to think about. But it's about time. Right. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, uh, Great America Meetup, Mount Olympus, June 16th through the 18th. Come on out six weeks out from the date of release here. See the live podcast, ride some rides, hang out with us. Uh, we'll give a tour of the park, it, it, whatever that means. Although we've got some fun stories that we probably haven't shared on the podcast yeah. that we can share at the meetup in the park. Cause uh, the memory memories will be spurred and all that. So come hang out. We will love to see you there. And uh, by request, actually I, I was, I was requested that we talk about the other meetup too. So September um, and let me get the dates for this one for you guys. September 15th through the 17th, we will be in Northern California, going to California's Great America, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, uh, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, and uh, possibly the Oakland Coliseum. I'm going to be honest. What's over there? Uh, well, as uh, for right now, the Oakland A's. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But they are going to be moving to Las Vegas and that the Coliseum is going to get fucking destroyed. Oh, okay. And it's the last multi-purpose stadium of its kind. And the attendance has been horrific there. They were averaging less than 7,000 per game last year. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's possible to get like, I don't know, $5 tickets, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Hey, back up. And as a baseball fan, I kind of want to just see the Coliseum before it goes away. See the A's in Oakland before they uh, move to Vegas. And there was some other interest from uh, some other people who were going. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of gunning for an A's. An A's game because the whole theme of that meetup is kind of uh, 
you know, great America is going to be going away. The A's are going to be going away. It kind of seems to tie in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Also, I guess my apologies to anybody who likes baseball and roller coasters in Northern California. (laughs) I mean, at least you still got the Giants and Six Flags. And I kind of like the Giants. Kind of a Giants fan. Kind of. Anyway, that's September. And then uh, Six Flags Great America, June. Six weeks out, y'all. Six weeks. So book your flight, Ben. <laughs> I usually end up booking it like a week before and getting fucked. But um, I, I learned I have like 100,000 Southwest points, so I should be able to figure something out. Oh, so you'll be flying into Midway. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> or Mitchell. <clears throat> Midway, I like Midway. I prefer it over O'Hare. <laughs> Yo, the tiny runways scare the shit out of me. Because there was a, ac- a real bad accident one time. <clears throat> and I know after an accident happens, it's statistically unlikely to ever happen in the same way again, but Midway okay, it's definitely not as bad as the takeoff from fucking John Wayne. That's like the worst fucking takeoff. Yeah, actually I was um I connected there when I went to uh that our Texas meetup. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I mean like you could it feels like you could almost touch the fucking wheels of the plane when you're driving underneath. Yeah. It's like it feels like they're like ten feet up. It's well, so, so scary. I don't know. Yeah. Well also it's uh, they because of all the houses, they have to like they like floor it. You take this like super steep upward and then you they like kick they like cut off the engines and then you just kinda like float and then glide like over the neighborhood and then it like engines kick on again and then you continue to accelerate my wife told me she had a bird strike there one time damn like on takeoff and so they had to like land yeah i'm like that is so fucking terrifying (laughs) (laughs) for so many reasons the main one being like you said the way that takeoff works like there's very little room for air. <laughs> but yeah, um, book your flight and all y'all book your flights or whatever and come meet us at Great Americas. So uh, we were talking about RMCs, Ben. Wildcat, Wildcat's Revenge at Hershey Park got topped off. Ew. This one looks cool. I mean, it... um. The pictures of it, <clears throat> I can't talk. The uh, like looking at the photos of it, it definitely looks a lot different than other RMCs. But um, yeah, it looks it re- like it reminds me a little bit, just layout wise, of like Iron Guazi. But you can tell it's like a much smaller scale, which I think is gonna really work to its advantage. I think RMC coasters just by nature, the smaller they are to a point, 
like I feel like a just about I don't know 100 to 80 to 100 feet tall is like the sweet spot. I'm looking at some construction. Maybe like 120, but like I feel like the bigger ones don't they don't run with the same kind of like intensity. Yeah, I t- I get what you're saying. It's and it's not that they're not intense. It's not that they're not fast. It's just I don't know. Like There's, the smaller ones are more like wild. Yeah, and they're more like almost cartoonish, aggressive. Yeah, like I'm thinking about like probably like Iron Rattler is about the biggest, where it's still like really like a wild type of ride, you know. But like Wonder Woman in comparison is like way crazier. And again, it's not that like Iron Rattler is not intense. It's just that like there's like a ferocity about, you know, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Is um, did you ride the Magic Mountain Wonder Woman? Yes. Not as good. Yeah. I mean, yes. it was, it's probably my least favorite RMC. Okay, yeah. That's about what I've heard. Whereas, like, Wonder Woman Fiesta Texas, it's, like, really hard to rank because it's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. See, like, and there's certain things you can do with those really long trains, but um, I don't know. It just, yeah, the Wonder, like, those single row coasters, I just don't really understand. And I'm curious how the general public perceives them. It's like, like to me, like RMC is like dubstep or metal. Well, not metal, more like dubstep, right? It's best in short bursts. Yeah. You don't want like a 10 minute long dubstep song with like drop after drop. Right. Yeah. Cause it's just going to get like draining. And I feel like there's like a there's like a bell curve with RMC coasters where there's almost like a rider fatigue. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I felt about Seal Vengeance was. Um, it's like it's still a great ride. It's pretty amazing, but at the same time, um, yeah, it's just <laughs> it's a lot to where like you almost like and so much is going on and it's. Like you don't even at the end of the ride, you don't even really comprehend what's happening. You're more just like submitting to the motions. Yeah. And, it's and then like, there's like one last and then there's like one last like fuck you with the like five consecutive bunny hills. With like the little fucking quick turn in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that ride. It's just like. Yeah, it's past the bell curve where you get fatigue and like nothing really stands out. And I know it's RMC, so like they're kind of repetitive by nature, but I feel like the elements, like I think like Twisted Cyclone's my favorite one. And I mean, that one, like everything stands out as a good element, but also the whole ride stands out as a good cohesive ride. Yeah, yeah. That's one, though, where I, I think it should have done, like, one more lap. Or, like, something. Because it, it's almost... It is... it's it. But, yeah, it is short, though. 
But I mean, it's still good. You know, I have to. I got to watch that Wildcat one again. It looks it looks like it'll probably be pretty good. I mean, Pennsylvania doesn't have an RMC yet, right? Um, I don't think so. So, I mean, it'll be unique for the state, and I'm sure all the enthusiasts in the Hershey Park area will be stoked. Yeah. It's cool to see the Hershey Park still expanding like crazy. Yeah, I mean, outside of, I mean, it's probably, what, the biggest non- chain theme park in the country coaster wise yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty huge for yeah not being affiliated with another operator well here's something i was thinking about too in the u.s is there a standalone theme park i.e not universal six flags cedar fair that has a b&m because i couldn't think of one I don't think so. Um, and n- no standalone ones. The only one I could potentially think of would be like any of the ones that Six Flags used to own that they sold, but I don't think any of those have B&Ms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I don't think there is. Geauga Lake, but Dominator went to King's Dominion. But those got bought by, uh, I think it's Kieran Burke's current group, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, we're talking about Pennsylvania, man. Uh, Dorney Park's 2024 coaster plans have been approved to move forward. And so, <laughs> is there anything announced or like rumors of it, or is because I heard people thought it was going to be a dive coaster, but the last rumor I remember hearing was like a something similar to Switchback. Okay, yeah, and that's what and, and originally that's what I heard too. Um, but I think it's approved for like it's like 136 feet or something. Um. Let's see. Well, is that total height or is it height variance? Um, not sure. Because I know that park's got some like interesting topography. Like you, like the back half is all downhill from the front, if I recall correctly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, if it's 136 foot height variance, and that could still, if it's at the. I don't know where the area is that they're planning on building it. So I don't know the topography. I'm just saying it could be still something in that category. So I just went on YouTube quick and I see a video that's called Dorney Park is in extreme danger. And then it says Dorney Park canceled. <laughs> uh Oh, Dorney Park got me too. And then it starts off with showing Yukon Striker. So interesting. Man, roller coaster YouTube is a weird place. Yeah. I've been avoiding it more and more. Did you watch that one that I sent you about the Cedar Point uh dragster thing? Oh no shit, I forgot. Oh, it's it's I mean it's pretty stupid, but I thought it was funny. 
that's the one where they're talking about how um, it was like, yeah, they're going to build a whatever that whatever 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 the figure eight element on Cheetah Hunt is. That uh, oh yeah, it's like they're going to do that at five hundred feet. It's like why not? It would be more interesting and give a great view of the park. Yeah, sure. What could possibly go wrong? Well, um, let's see here. Oh, a young boy got stuck in a claw game at Carowinds. Now, I didn't know that Muscle Daddy owns a claw game at Carowinds. Oh, shit. That's for all the, the Ride This One listeners out there. I always and see if those you don't videos. know what we're talking about. He's a good man. Did you see the pictures of this? No, but I feel like I've seen these situations a couple times. I'm always surprised by how people can get through it because those doors seem pretty restrictive. Yeah, I heard Cedar Fair banned his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you good? You're safe? You're not suing? Good. Banned. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense because you only end up in a claw machine if you're trying to steal shit from the claw machine. Right, yeah. But it's also kind of one of those things where, like, the fact that it the door doesn't allow you to reach up just invites people to want to try to, like, get around it. Uh, people of a certain intelligence, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Look, given all the context, I think this was definitely uh, part of the two flag crowd. And if you want to know what we mean by that, we got a Patreon bonus episode that we recorded before we started this, and all of that info is back in there. <laughs> so, uh, patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Sign up there. Can join our uh, Patreon only voice chats that we do every month. You can get some bonus content, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be getting the bonus content churning back out. So, Look forward to that. Um, and yeah, maybe you'll get some inside jokes that uh, we won't be sharing on this show. You'll have to listen up to both. But I could just picture the dad having those flags driving away pissed off. Boy, why'd you, why'd you get stuck? Oh, God. <sighs> Speaking of the two flags crowd, T3 at Kentucky Kingdom is closing. You know, it's funny. I sort of thought this ride was already gone when they announced it. But, um, you know, it, good for them. I mean, I know our buddy Goliath is not too happy about this. He liked that ride a lot. I mean, uh, SLCs are okay. Like, I like riding the one at Elitch or whenever they're available. I, I don't really dis, I don't know. I've never been like, oh, fuck, we got to ride the SLC. I'm always a little excited just because minus the head banging, there's still fun rides. I don't dislike them, but I don't really like them either. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is going to be a less than good roller coaster, but I don't think it's ever They're Like, I don't think they're ever really as bad as most people well, most enthusiasts tend to say. Yeah. And if I had to pick between a boomerang or an SLC, I'll pick the SLC. Oh, definitely. 
boomerangs are, are a ride though. Like where I would probably skip it if I didn't need to ride it. Um, yeah. Other than giant inverted boomerangs. Yeah. I, it's going to be hard. It, it, Every time there's one that I haven't been on, it's harder for me to convince myself to want to ride it. Yeah. Because I never enjoy them. Like, I don't like going backwards, especially with, like, the intensity. Yeah, plus, like, um, like, I don't normally get sick that often. But there's something about a boomerang that it's like it's like the combination of going reverse motion sickness and the roughness that just give like a headache. Yeah, the it just the backwards part just makes it unpleasant. If they could make it so it like just looped right around and you went back to the station, <laughs> did more of a cutback. And he didn't do the backwards part, man, that would be so much better. Yeah, they could use like <clears throat> um like a switch track almost. Yeah. There's a way to do it. I don't know. I would like to try one of those family boomerangs. I think that'd be cool. Oh yeah, those look interesting. They do. They do. Well, uh, I guess rest in peace, T3. Nobody called it on the uh, Coaster Death Pool, so no points awarded for that. Oh, shit. Ben, you ready for the Disney Minute? Uh, yeah, I am. All right. The Disney Minute. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Gonna go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. The Walt Disney Company filed a lawsuit against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Disneyland's phantasmic dragon caught fire during a show. Walt Disney World's Fort Wilderness Resort will become a DVC resort. The Disney Minute. Um, what's the dragon thing? Is there uh, any, is there video of this? Yes, there is. Oh shit. Yes, there is. It's a big prop that breathes fire during Phantasmic and uh, some of the fire breathing. Um, yeah, it, it torched itself. It looked pretty damn bad, but nobody was hurt, so it is all good to laugh about. I can't even imagine how many screaming and crying children there were. Or screaming and crying Imagineers. <laughs> like, oh fuck. That's gonna cost 
$30,000. Oh, man. Well, Disney Minute. Yeah, and uh, Disney suing Ron DeSantis. I'm not surprised. Some fun little drama. Like, basically, at this point, I think Disney's probably just trying to get it so far up the ass of the court system that DeSantis's term limit will have come up by the time the court system can figure it all out. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think that's their plan, which that's not a bad plan because term limits exist. (laughs) So I think they're just going to try to, file as much shit as they can to just get the court system going ah, okay we gotta sort this shit out and you know in in the US court system with all the amount of shit they got that's gonna take five years oh for sure yeah uh, yeah I would I would expect five years from the end of the back and forth between the company well between the company and the current governor before there's any actual resolution to any of it. Yeah, right. Unless, like I said, term limits come up and the next guy drops all of them. (laughs) But it'll be kind of fun to watch, you know, right? (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, the, the thing to me is, like, I thought everybody knew that Disney has better lawyers than anybody. I mean, the thing, too, is like it's not even a. I wonder if a lot of it, it's not even about the actual outcome of a lawsuit. It's more or less just to like it's like a sending a message. Well, and that's it's, the thing is like, you know, kind of like, um, you know, kind of like the that don't say gay bill. Um, obviously, there were some pretty negative repercussions to that. But at the same. But the point of it wasn't so much the bill itself. It was more so just to make Ron DeSantis like look good to his voters. Well, that's, that's what all of this is about. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times I'm on like Facebook and I see, you know, people back home or relatives, whatever, like the amount of times I see the word woke dropped into stuff. Now it's like, I don't know. DeSantis fighting woke corporations. Well, look, some of us just want to shoot Bud Light and be upset. <laughs> Which I love the whole fact that it's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna destroy beer that we already paid for. That'll t- that'll show them. Like, yeah, and the thing is, I was pretty sure that Kid Rock shooting a bunch of Bud Light was literally a Bud Light commercial 10 years ago. Yeah, probably. And so I actually, I actually, um, I saw this really interesting kind of YouTube analysis about this where, um, basically like the, this whole outcry, whether it's Bud Light or Disney, whatever, it's really smart. Um, like marketers basically playing 3d chess and, um, like gain like playing into the outrage machine on social media to get more publicity because I think this whole thing is going to actually be a net positive for Bud Light and it's going to be a net positive for Disney. That's usually how it works. 
So, <clears throat> of course it is. Yeah, because like, really, the old saying: "No publicity is bad publicity." Yeah, all publicity is good publicity. That's pretty true. Yeah, for sure. And look at that. Look how easy that was. You got a bunch of rednecks going on TikTok and Facebook uh, with very good, very good product placement <laughs> and, you know, videos that'll get clicks with guns and just smashing cans and all that shit. So, yeah. Right. And then all, you know, the angry people on the left going, well, I'm going to have to, I normally wouldn't drink that piss water, but here I got to do it now. Yeah. You go, really? Why? (laughs) Why do you have to involve yourself in that bowl of fucking stupid? Well, also too, like people have short people, you know, people are like goldfish and no one has like people's attention is so short that everybody boycotting Bud Light now, 30 days from now, they're going to go buy it again. They're scared of change. Do you really think anyone, you know, like there are certain people out there who always have like, you know, three 30 packs of Bud Light in their garage at any time. I mean, do you really think they're going to stop drinking Bud Light? After like a month, they're going to forget about it. It, it Here's what's going to happen. Memorial Day is going to hit. That grill is going to fire up. It's going to be summer and this will all blow over and they're back drinking Bud Light. Well, yeah, now that Tuck's not on the air to remind him. Woke m ms <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, hey, um <clears throat> let's take a let's take a quick break so you guys can hear an ad. And uh we got a shitload of listener questions, so we're gonna get to those right after this. Great America in Gurney, Illinois, is a world-class theme park full of exciting attractions. But this thrill ride destination didn't just appear overnight. In nearly 50 years of operation, Great America's growth has seen first-of-a-kind rides, corporate bankruptcy, ownership change, and no shortage of intrigue. I'm Zach, and I'm inviting you to join me as I take a look at the development changes, and overall history of Great America in Gurney, Illinois on See the Carousel, the history of Great America. Now available on all podcast apps. Alright, those are some fucking great ads, weren't they? So well worth it. It's probably just the one you and I did about, uh, Spotify for podcasters. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy that ad. I know it's uh, it's long, but I tried to make it funny as possible. We tried really hard to make it as bearable as possible. And if not, just fast forward through all of that shit. It's uh, like eight, <laughs> eight, eight uh, skip taps. Yeah, that'll probably do it. <clears throat> or just listen to the whole damn thing on double speed, whatever. Um, so we got, I, I did a rare thing that we don't do very often anymore. And I actually solicited on our social media 
for topics to discuss and questions to field. And <clears throat> I don't like to do that on social media because I don't know how many of the people out there actually listen. But every once in a while, I figure coaster season's starting, right? So with that said, we always accept questions and would you rathers and topics through our discord. So even when we're not soliciting from, for them, we will accept them and we will answer them and enjoy them in the next recording. If you post them on our discord. So that is a surefire way. If you ever have a question for us that, and we are not soliciting for questions, we will always take them through our discord. So join our discord link in the episode description or L I N K T R dot E E slash Y F C S. You'll find the link for the discord right there. So um, first off, we're going to take a couple from discord. Uh, first one here, Dave coaster talk, no BS zone. And he's, he's living up to the name here with this question. You ready for this one, Ben? Cause this is intense. He asks, what are your three favorite CCIs, three favorite gravity group coasters, three favorite GCIs, three favorite inverts, three favorite hypers, three favorite RMCs, and three favorite classic woodies? Okay, this is like an essay question. Right? I guess we got to start with the beginning. Okay, so CCI. Um, I would say Legend. Um, Boulder Dash, and I'll say Ghost Rider Asterisk. Okay, yeah, I'm in no particular order. <clears throat> I'm going Raven, New Mexico Rattler, Ghost Ghost Rider. Okay, yeah, forgot about <clears throat> forgot about Raven. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, Raven's fucking sweet. I mean, Legend is too. I just think between those two, I give Raven the edge just because it has a little more airtime. But yeah, both of those are so kick ass. Um, all right, Gravity Group. <clears throat> Definitely Voyage. Um, I'd say Old Hades. Um, Voyage and Boardwalk Bullet. Yeah, I'm thinking Voyage, Boardwalk Bullet. It's really a toss-up between, honestly, Mind Blower and Switchback. I guess I'm going to give it to Switchback because it runs a little better. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Although Mind Blower is like a wilder ride, but it just it's has that Ghost Rider problem where it'll just kick you right in the nuts. Yeah, <clears throat> right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, all right, uh, Gravity Group, CCI. Wait, GCI. I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, I would say Mystic Timbers, Gold Striker. And Thunderhead. Damn, I wish I could remember Thunderhead better. I'm going to have to go Mystic Timbers, 
American Thunder. Oh yeah, that's good too. And um oh fuck. Hmm. Ah. Uh, third one, I had it and then you know what? I think I'm going to give it to Ghost Rider and again, I'm going to agree with the asterisks. <laughs> Obviously new Ghost Rider, but it is really good, you know. So, okay, three favorite inverts. Mm, I'm going to say classic Batman the Ride. Um, Montu. And maybe a, a slash between Alpengeist and Flight Deck. Okay. I think I'm going to go... Alpengeist, Montu, fuck, Raptor, yeah, classic, yeah. Although, like, I do love, like, I feel like Batman should be on there. It like ties with Raptor, maybe. Yeah. Because, like, ah, Batman, so obviously quintessential invert. Um. All right, three favorite hypers. <clears throat> um, I would say Magnum. Um, Ride of Steel at New England, and hmm, hypers. Um, shit, maybe Mako. Well, I guess no. It's not a hyper, is it? I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I think it is. I, I guess it counts. Yeah. Or um, no, I actually okay. I'm thinking of <coughs> Goliath at Laurent. I don't think that's a hyper. It's Although, a mini hyper. Yeah, but I think B and M. B and M sells them all as hyper coasters. Yeah. So if we're going by the model, I would say I would include Goliath at Laurent. If I have to pick something else, I'd probably just say Mako. Yeah. Um, good call. I think I'm going to say Superman or Ride of Steel, whatever the fuck it is in New England. Um, yeah, Mako. And then I want to say maybe like Goliath at Georgia. Yeah, that's good too. Um, let's see. Three favorite RMCs. Oh boy. Here we go. Um, well, I guess I would say Outlaw Run, um, Storm Chaser, and Wonder Woman at Fiesta. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's say Twisted Cyclone. Wonder Woman. I think Iron Rattler. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, f- I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because the two at Fiesta are so fucking good. Yeah, for sure. All right. Finally, three favorite classic Woodies. I would say Roller Coaster at Playland. In Vancouver, um, 
the Thunderbolt at Kennywood. And what's something in Pennsylvania? Uh, the Cyclone at Coney Island. Okay. Um, classic Woody's. I mean, yeah, Thunderbolt, Kennywood, definitely. Um, oh, maybe Phoenix. I'll throw in Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix, Knobles. Oh, um, Comet, Great Escape. Oh, yeah, that's good too. Oh, man, that's right. So kick ass. Yeah, um, yeah. Comet, Phoenix, Thunderbolt, yeah. Well, man, Dave, I'll give you credit, man. You got us racking our brains here. <laughs> I don't think I had uh, ever really. It's if I had ever actually gone through the mental exercise of thinking about my favorite of each design of coaster, it's been probably since I was a teenager. Yeah. Or so, like some some like message board post back when like when I had, when we had each only been on like fifty fucking coasters. Yeah. That's like <laughs> my people- favorite. B and M's are uh, Raptor, Raging Bull, and Batman the Ride. Well, it's kind of like when people put, um, like when people would make top ten YouTube videos of rides they've never ridden. Yep, it's like, wow, you have a lot of footage from other people. (laughs) All right, well, um, thanks for sending that in, Dave. That was fun. Now, uh, our buddy, that guy from Saskatchewan, who is, uh, go check, go check him out. Prairie Coasting. He's part of the Coaster Cuzzies. So go check them out. Friends of the show. Love those guys. Uh, he wants to know what constitutes being a coaster enthusiastic, uh, enthusiast is what he probably meant. Uh, do you have to travel to different parks, re-ride coasters, have it be your number one hobby? Where's that line between fan slash enthusiast in your guys' opinions? Um, I'd say you have to at least have been on roller coasters. And I don't know, I guess just participating in the hobby somewhat, whether that's like through games or forums or keeping up on podcasts or talking to people. Yeah, I think for sure. If if you're listening to this, you're an enthusiast. Yeah. Um further, I think, you know, it's it's about like how much roller coasters are a part of your life when you're not actively at a park. It's like I you think about them, are you playing, you know, RCT, you know, like you said watch the videos, keep up with the podcast, interact with the community. Or is it just like, Oh yeah, my friends and I go to parks sometimes and we ride rides, mm-hmm. but otherwise it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I'd say that's kind of the line. Yeah. If, if your local news report runs a, a, a news story about a new ride and you like, yeah, I knew that already you're probably an enthusiast or when, um, also one thing that's fun, like whenever you see 
like a TV show or like a Netflix show and they always, and they show a theme park. If you can be like, Oh, that's not a real park or know what the park is. Yeah. I was going to say better yet. If you can identify the park or the roller coaster, then you're definitely a fucking enthusiast. I mean, I don't know if you know, like information about the rides, I think you're probably an enthusiast. Like if if you're like oh yeah this ride was manufactured by Intamin, yeah you're an enthusiast. And don't don't try to impress people in the queue line with that. <laughs> but uh, thanks for sending that in uh, from the Prairie Coast and Homeboys. Uh, now Shockwave Dan wants to know most hype live shows of the year. <laughs> Hmm. You got any concerts planned this year, Ben? Um, it's kind of early, maybe. Nothing really planned yet. A lot of times, shows are kind of um, last minute. Yo, Skrillex <laughs> was just at Red Rocks, and I'm kind of like disappointed I couldn't go see it. Oh, really? When did they play there? He was just there, like. A night or two ago, like oh, this shit. past weekend. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I knew L- LCD sound system was there. I think, or no, that never mind. Oh. That's coming up. That's coming up. Okay, yeah, don't miss that one, Mikey. Mike OK will never let you forget it. <laughs> I mean, I have some tickets for shit. That's also going to require travel. Although now, uh, the question of being able to fund the travel itself is now coming into question. So, you know. Hopefully all works out, but if it does, you know, I'll be seeing Metallica and Phoenix. Oh, nice. And their new album is really kick-ass. If you have not checked it out, I would. Uh, I know you're not a huge Metallica dude, but. Oh, I thought you were talking about Phoenix. No, I haven't, I haven't listened to the new Metallica one. Yeah, I would, I would recommend it. I went out and bought a vinyl of it. I don't even have a record player. I really need to get one. But um, I also got tickets for when we were young in Vegas. It's uh, Green Day, Blink-182, Newfound Glory, Sum 41, Yellow Card, Simple Plan. So I'm hoping that'll work out too. Because, I mean, I do wear vans every day still so (laughs) i hope that's not embarrassing as a 34 year old man there's some like middle schooler out there that sees you in public and thinks you're old i hope they just get embarrassed about wearing vans then but uh i mean i'm hyped for those i'll probably end up seeing some more shit here in chicago I saw what Disturbed is probably going to be in town, so maybe I'll catch them. Uh, Chromio is going to be here in October. Probably going to try to catch them. I mean, I really wanted to make it down to uh, summer camp because fucking Willie Nelson and Ziggy, and not Ziggy, but uh, the Whalers are playing. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, but I don't think... Unfortunately, I don't think that one's going to work out financially. 
But, you know, there's always some shit in Chicago. We'll find some fun shit. You don't have any on your schedule? No, because I usually just get tickets day of. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot easier than because like it's so, like the resale shit is so much of a pain in the ass now. Like I never get tickets whenever they go up and it's one of those things where it's like day of and I'm like, well, because what's fucked up is like at least at least trying to get into a Red Rock show. You're better off waiting until day of because what happens is like every all the bots buy up all the tickets. You end up paying like over a hundred dollars when they go on sale, and um, but like day of, so many people usually back out that you can usually pick up tickets for like less than the market cost. So it's one of those things where like, well, I got nothing going on. All right, I was I really want to go to this show, or like friends will buy like you know there's extra tickets type of thing. <clears throat> so okay. Here, I just pulled up the schedule for Red Rocks. Let's see. Um, May 23rd, all-time low. That could be fun. May 26th, Chromio. Oh, I see LCD sound system is two nights. May 29th and 30th. Yo, June 16th. Oh, you'll be here. But June 16th and 17th, Umps is going to be there. That's right. Yeah, the 16th. Oh, sick, man. July 1st, 3-11. Of course. July 2nd and 3rd, Zed's dead. Oh, shit, dude. July 12th, Al Green with the Colorado Symphony. Oh, August 19th, Reggae on the Rocks 2023. Dude. It's going to smell so bad. Good thing it's outside. August 31st and September 1st, Rez. That's cool. September 11th, Steve Miller Band. That's funny for a reason that I can't define. Um, uh, September 22nd, Get the Lead Out, which I assume is a Led Zeppelin cover band, so that's cool. October 8th, Carl Cox. Hell yeah, dude. House music? I don't think I know who that is. He's like uh, one of the most well-known house music DJs from Europe. October 21st, Liquid Stranger. Whoa, November 5th, and Juna Deep Open Air. That's pretty cool. Dude, there's a lot of cool shit happening out there. I need to go see a show there at some point. And definitely you should go see a couple because that's a hell of a schedule. Yeah, I'll probably make it out there a few times. All right. Uh, well, thanks for sending that in, Shockwave Dan. We had a lot of good concert talk here. Um, yeah, Amusement Labs asks, well, first he wanted us to talk about the Great America meetups. So check June 16th through 18th and September 15th through 17th. Come on out. Um, he wants to know Ride Death Pool update and more guesses. Uh, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom just removed their fifth ride this year. Uh, Penguin, the mock Aqua Twist. Huh. I don't even know what that is. Me neither. Um, although that doesn't fare well for Discovery Kingdom. Yeah. The, I mean, the whole Bay Area is just kind of 
struggling right now. I mean, maybe it's to help with them be more in line with what the, they were like doing more with the animals and stuff this season. I thought, yeah. <clears throat> so maybe that'll help with that. As for the ride death pool. Uh, well, it's definitely just the coaster death pool. We haven't expanded it to the ride death pool. Okay. But we may do that next year. Here's the difficulty. We have to take all the guesses in January. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we have a spot in our Discord for, again, we'll plug the Discord. Discord is totally free, by the way. Jump in there, ask us questions. That's where the death pool is located. So there's receipts for everyone who guessed, which is to say, don't go editing your guesses. Yeah. If we see edited, we're going to assume you cheated. <laughs> um, so with that said, everybody up there who posted their guess, if you got one correct, which so far, I mean, dragster was last year. Yeah. So, so far this year, all we've had, I think is T3. Cause nothing else is permanently closed this year so far. I don't think. Um, yeah, there hasn't really, I mean, other than actually all the things that were removed were kind of off the, off the radar. Cause I don't think, wait, did anybody guess Mindbender? Maybe. I thought that one, I thought that one slipped away and then it might've been guessed, but we'll have to check back. We'll, we'll run a tally. Yeah. It's just kind of interesting that the rides that close are usually ones that people don't. And it's, you know, people give like the usual, you know, like Anaconda at King's Dominion or um, Desperado. Yeah. Desperado. Um, Which, by the way, speaking of Desperado, my mother-in-law sent me two pictures of Desperado uh, yesterday. She's like, hey, Zach, here's uh, the roller coaster. I'm at Buffalo Bills for a concert. I'm like, oh, cool. I wasn't running or anything, but like I I was really hoping she'd be like, it was it was running. Yeah. No such luck. (laughs) But it was cool to see a picture of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully but it yeah. gets up. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping too. Uh, it's it's kind of a case of uh, you know, no news is good news. Right, yeah. So uh let's see. Lunarus says uh okay, he's got a he's got a whole bucket list of things, and that's all right. We took a week off, so we deserve it. <laughs> we asked for it. Uh Lunarus says, make made a quick list of ideas, smiley face. New stuff opening up recap. Uh, Dark Coaster, Pipeline, Wildcats Revenge, etc. Okay. Um, so, well, let's read through the whole thing and then we'll go through it bit by bit. So, quick list of ideas, smiley face, new stuff opening up recap. Dark Coaster, Pipeline, Wildcats Revenge, etc. T3 removal. I think we kind of just touched on that a bit during the news section. Um Suffice it to say, I don't think either of us saw it coming. Yeah. Or did anyone else? Yeah. SLCs don't seem to die. Yeah, no, not really. 
Inverted coasters have pretty good track records. Yeah. One, one survived a hurricane after being shipped from Japan. <laughs> um, expectations for the industry as a whole in 2023 and where you two would like to see the industry as a whole improve this season and 2024. Expected removals and new footers for the top fill dragster replacement. Okay. <clears throat> new stuff opening up recap. Dark coaster, um, the, the straddle coaster. Yep. Um, let's let's see here. I'm gonna open up RCDB. We'll just run through the list of things that are new in 2023 in America. So, let's see, all American triple loop supposedly gonna open. I believe it when I see it. We got um. Aquaman Power Wave at Over Texas, which it's finally opened. Okay. Um, interestingly, Arctic Arctic Rescue, which they're saying is going to open this year still. Looks like there's been some good progress on it, though. That's the... What is that again? Like Wave Breaker. Oh, right, right, yeah. Those are fun. Yep. Okay. That looks cool. I like the one at um, San Antonio. I mean, I think Um, pipeline is going to be the sleeper hit of the year because everyone's expecting it to suck. I think it's going to surprise people. I mean, seeing, uh, seeing it testing and seeing the speed it's actually going at definitely made me feel a lot more like, Oh shit, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Air Force One, obviously, there's been a lot of coverage for Air Force One, mm-hmm. which I could see if that you, getting best ride of the year or best. New. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So this one I hadn't heard about yet, but Batman Gotham City Escape at Park Warner Madrid. Oh, right. Yep. Holy um, shit. That looks great. Also, that um, that other multi-launch at Park Asterix. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Big Bear Mountain at Dollywood. That looks kind of fun. Doesn't look great, but it looks fun. It looks like a fun family coaster. That's the kind of thing that um, they need at like a Six Flags or Cedar Fair Park. Yeah. Right. And if you want to hear us talk a little bit more about that, it's in the bonus episode that's on Patreon that we recorded before this one. So go check it out. Now, uh, let's see here. Holy shit. Energy Landy is getting another new coaster. Chaco Chip Creek. Oh, it's a Vacoma mine train. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Wow, they got a whole area. Watch out, Hershey Park. They're coming for your theme. All right. Um, let's see here. Dark coaster. Yeah, straddle coaster. Um I like we were talking about with the Arctic Blitz. Like I like the Wave Breaker one. It's maybe gonna be a little weird not having it be like water, but you know, 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, it's, I'm not, those are good family it, rides. Like it does what it does. Yeah. I'm not going to dismiss it automatically just because it doesn't match the, you know, it designated theme, I would say. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Wallaby Holland's got a kid coaster opening called eat my dust. I just like the name. So figure we talk about that for a sec. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second now. Adventureland is opening a new coaster. Did not even hear about that. Oh, yeah. A kid's coaster. Okay. Uh, Zamperla. That looks pretty cool for a family coaster. Oh, also Primordial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm I'm just working my way down the alphabetical list on uh, RCDB since he asked for a recap specifically. Make sure we don't we don't miss a single one. Oh, Madugani at Lost Island is supposed to open this year. Oh, they're right, right, right. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to open though. I don't like. I it's another one I don't really. See, I mean, RCDB has an opening date listed. Oh, okay. I mean, obviously, no, no guarantees, but that means the park's feeling pretty hopeful. Yeah, right. <clears throat> That's Whoa. good. What the fuck? Ferrari World Abu Dhabi got a Dynamics Attractions, a Dynamic Attractions SFX coaster. And it does an inversion? What the fuck? Yeah, that's one that's been under construction for like 10 years. Remember the... It- Yo. That shit looks wild. Yeah, remember that picture? It was like a pretty infamous picture of the of the red track coming out of the wall. Maybe. Yeah, they started, they started it like 10 years ago. Okay. <laughs> and then it just never opened. This is an enclosed slash indoor roller coaster with two 3D movie screens on the enclosed section. Wow. Well, it opened in January, apparently. So that's pretty cool. Um, Oh, interesting. Um, Olympia looping loop. Olympia looping is apparently at Wiener Prater now. Yeah, it usually goes there for the summer, I think. Okay. Like, it goes there for the summer, and then it goes to Oktoberfest, and then it goes to Winter Wonderland. I see that. Under relocations, it just has Wiener Prater four (laughs) times. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Pipeline, the surf coaster. Seeing this thing test... I definitely think it's going to be better than originally anticipated. Yeah. I'm like looking at the picture of like the overall layout now and like that big turn, like seeing how fast it's taking the elements definitely was like, there's going to be something to it, you know? Yeah, for sure. It definitely would be cooler if it did more shit over the water though. Cause it's like next to the water, but it's not like over it, you know, just cause the theme, I don't know. 
Anyway, uh, Primordial. We still really don't have any fucking idea what this shit is. I think it's going to be a drop track coaster. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I remember they started construction on it a long ass time ago. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. And back then, drop tracks were actually like relevant. There's a picture and, here from June 2020. The whole thing is a facade, like it has scaffolding on it. Maybe not the though. Lagoon is from 2022. I mean, like Lagoon has been doing some pretty wild stuff, so maybe it's something different. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe I mean, maybe they're doing the washing machine element. <laughs> the only thing it's confirmed on our CDV is a chain lift hill. So <laughs> that leaves a lot of possibilities. It could even still have a launch. So let's see here. Uh, Rookie Racer at Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah. um, You know, that and the Kid Flash. (laughs) Kid Flash. (laughs) All right. Uh, Fucking Tuteus. Oh, my God. I don't know how to speak French, so I'm sure that was wrong. At Park Asterix. That looks pretty good. Yeah. So I've been watching the videos of that one. Yeah, yeah, that shit looks cool. Get the fuck out of here. There's a coaster at a park called Papaya Park. Just opened April 15th. It's a Mauer Wild Mouse, and the name of it is Speedy Nuts. That's a good nickname. Speedy Nuts. That sounds like a Shaggy Too Dope nickname. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Tron Light Cycle Run. Uh looks cool. I already forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disagreeing there. Um I I've just been watching a lot of people complain about not getting the to ride it in the whole um whatever they call it Genie Plus and all that. Yeah. Okay, Uncharted at Port Aventura. The fuck is this? Unch- Sounds amazing. Uncharted. Intamin amusement. It's an Intamin multi-dimension coaster, enclosed, and under details with theme, it says Sally Dark Rides. Huh. Maybe that's one of those like Robo Arm coasters. I don't know, but dude, that's exciting. Okay, height 39.4 feet, length 2,296.6 feet. Okay, but that still seems like it's going to be pretty cool. Okay, so I clicked on I clicked on multi-dimension coaster on the hyperlink, and it says details, family drop coaster, and then it says roller coasters 4. So Inferno Studio Tour 13 Uncharted. Okay. So let's see Studio well, Tour. Okay, so it's like yeah, it's one of those like drop track indoor coasters <laughs> like Okay, yeah, if you look up Studio Tour at Movie Park, it's probably going to be this. Is that also a Sally? Um 
What the fuck? Oh, no, you, it's a different thing, but similar. Yeah, okay. Are you on RCDB for studio tour? Yeah. Okay, Built go. in the building that initially housed the Dark Ride Looney Tunes adventure? Okay, so... Oh, that's cool. Go to image 25 of 26. Uh... Yo, why is Amy Poehler posing as Marilyn Monroe? It's just kind of funny because, like, knowing how RCDB is very, like, you know, kind of strict about, like, what coaster photos to upload. It's just funny that that's in there. I also like that there's still, like, a a legitimate, like, caution, heavy object, multi-person lift required on that crate she's sitting on <laughs> while it also indicates that it's fragile on the other side. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, Wildcats revenge talked about that. looks pretty cool. Zambezi zinger that, you know, looks interesting. Yeah. I knew it. Yo, what the fuck is this ride at? Fuji Q Highland. It's like a Intamin multi-launch. Or maybe it's a premiere, but it looks more like an Intamin. Unknown opening in July. Yep. Oh, weird. Right? Doesn't it looks more like an Intamin, but it looks pretty cool though. I wonder if it also is gonna be like a drop track coaster. It looks, possible. it looks like it's got some indoor sections. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Oh, holy shit. Wait. Mirbalandia's getting Six Flags over Georgia's Deja Vu? Oh, supposedly going to finally open after having sat there. Uh, which Mirbalandia? Brazil, but maybe, yeah, the one in Brazil. It. Oh, weird. It says it's under construction. Yeah. Well, when I clicked on the park name, it says it was in storage. No trains. Yeah, those trains do not look good shape. No. Uh, no. <laughs> That's a sad looking park. Yeah. Well, all right. That's a that's a recap of all the stuff that's opening. T uh, three removal. We talked about that. Expectations for the industry as a whole in twenty twenty three, and where you two would like to see the industry as a whole improve this season and next. Um, I think parks need better operations. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, Expectations are low for obvious reasons. I, what I would like to see is for parks to incentivize people to come work there. Yeah. And what I mean by that is fucking pay them better. Fucking pay cast members more. I know that fight, unfortunately, has been tabled for now, but still. The sentiment remains true. However, anticipating that that won't be the response of parks, um, I kind of just hope things don't get worse. Yeah. 
Hopefully not. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen this year, but um, and what's what's sad? What's sad about it is that it seems like I don't know, like especially the Disney model lately, where it, they've kind of switched gears from okay, we're going to stop trying to get as many people into the park as possible, and now it's like getting less people to pay more. Which and which is obviously difficult for those of us who like to go to a lot of parks. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it seems like that's been that's kind of like every experiential thing is aiming for that. Yeah. I guess what sucks now too about the hobby is like the days of being able to hit like I don't know, like okay, ten plus years ago, if you were like, all right, I have half of a day to hit over over Georgia, right? Like, and you'd be like, okay, I'll go on like a Tuesday night and I'll be able to ride everything in a couple hours. It sounds, it seems like that's almost impossible nowadays because rides are down to one train. Operations are slow. Rides are just down. And so the only way to really be able to do that is if you buy a flash pass. Well, I think the bigger problem is that like, especially for some of the parks that are bigger is that like just even getting rides or not even rides, just getting the full park open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's really noticeable in a park. If like a shop isn't open mm-hmm. or a restaurant is closed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, even if you're prioritizing rides, it impacts the whole experience, you know? Like, it's kind of eerie to walk around a park and, like, fucking restaurants and shops are closed. Well, like what you were saying about Cartoon Network, or Camp Cartoon Network. It's just like, yeah, it doesn't look good. No, it's it's weird, and it's like... And having, and like having permanently made signs saying because of supply chain this ride's running one train it's like well i'm pretty sure it requires i'm pretty sure the supply chain is required to get that sign made there's a whole slew of issues with getting into the specifics of blaming supply chain yeah but i don't see that stopping unfortunately no, no, because <laughs> they're basically trying to turn blood from a stone. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, expectations. The prices of everything in the parks are going to go up, including admission. Um, admissions, fast so, lane, all that. So, you know, either. Pack your lunch or get a dining pass. Um, oh, I mean, working at the parks is probably going to be shittier than ever. Oh, for sure. Because the public is shittier than ever right now. Yeah, it's weird how COVID just kind of broke everybody's brain and people are still fucked up from it. Yeah, people, a lot of people seem to have forgotten 
foundational social interaction skills. Yeah. Which is sad. So, I mean, I guess it's looking a little more hopeful since, you know, new stuff is getting built and Epic Universe is going to open and like clearly the parks still see a lot of potential or else they wouldn't be investing. Yeah. I mean, they're still trying. We haven't quite seen parks starting to give up. It's not quite like early 2006 flags level, but it's kind of coming full circle. Well, it's kind of flipped though. Cause that's more like what Orlando is. And I feel like, the regional parks are going to have to adapt the old Orlando model. Yeah. And make things more family oriented. But yeah, I think it always kind of just drives competition. And remember when Ben Shapiro tried the earth, Ben Shapiro, um, what that other Shapiro CEO, Mark, Mark Shapiro. I don't remember if that was successful. Cause he, he, he became the CEO in like 05 or 08 or something. And then like 2006. Okay. Yeah. And then it's whole, like we're going to make the parks. We're going to focus on making the parks family friendly. And then that brought all the like ad wrappers and, you know, hair gel billboards and like Kia soul ad wrappers and stuff. Well, the, the real problem is that most of these guys have never really followed through on that intention yeah specifically at six flags like we were talking about in our patreon bonus episode before we started recording this one um it just you know i think all of the regional parks would benefit from some general family rides that aren't necessarily thrill focused right yeah so like junior roller coaster or family roller coasters, that's fine. But like dark ride, that's much better. I think. Um, let's see. Uh, new footers for Top Thrill Dragster. I think it's going to be a spike. I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's just. I don't really know what else I, I'm not comfortable speculating in the, what the fuck else it could be. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's pretty sp- like it's triangular. It's pretty dead center from behind the station. So yeah, I mean, seems like it's going to be a spike. I don't know what else it'll do. It, it'll probably be it. I mean, as far as like redoing Draxer, if you can get away with just building one spike, and marketing it as a new ride, I mean, you got off pretty pretty good. I don't think they're going to extend. Definitely. I don't think they're going to extend it anymore. They don't even really need to. Maybe a bunny hill. Yeah, like a bunny hill launch. I could see. Like a bunny hill launch, and then like a bunny hill, like King to Ka at the end. Yeah. Because <clears throat> then you're not really even extending it that much. Right. Yeah. Although I think with a with a spike and the bunny hill at the end, man, that could really make that 
even more of a like a holy shit ride. Yeah, it'll make it more complete. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. I'm curious about uh what'll what we'll see there. Well, thanks for sending in the uh the laundry list, Lunaris. <laughs> uh Coaster Cuzzies asks Top three theme parks in New York. I'd say Coney Island. That's like, that's like, a, I mean, that's a staple. It's you, Luna Park now, right? Or, yeah, whatever. I'll just, and I'll loop all those parks into the same, you know, same park. But yeah, um, that's definitely like, if you're going to go to a, a park, like I would definitely just go there. And the Cyclone, like they redid the whole thing. It's pretty, it's pretty good now. Um, is that, but that's not operated by, uh, or is it operated by Luna park? Um, I don't remember. I know the wristband. I know the wristband covers it. Like if you get, if you get a Luna park wristband, it was included, but I don't remember the details about it. Um, Danon, can you, uh, shed a little light on this? (laughs) Um, but yeah, it will because it was Astro Land when I went. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a shithole. Um, and Dino's Wonder Wheel Park was a separate park, but it's like right there. And uh, um, huh. Rye Beach Playland. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Oh, Great Escape. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, greatest comet's good. That's a fun park. It is. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of what else. Uh fucking Martin's Fantasy Island is not I don't think that's reopened yet. Yeah, I don't think it's reopened yet, but I thought it was going to. Let's see. And I'm pretty sure that's all the parks in New York I've been to. I mean, it says Silver Comet's operating. Oh, then it, I guess it is reopened. Operate, yeah, operating since 1961. 61? Yeah. That, the park. that can't be right. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. At Mitchell 180. 18- Six two one oh seven eight. Uh, he says Millennium Force having a launched lift hill. I, I'm not against it. <clears throat> here's <clears throat> here's my primary concern with that. Right, it's an Intamin. So how much more downtime would that cause? Right. Yeah. Because if you could get a slight bit more whip over the drop, that would be nuts. Or like, um, yeah, like lightning rod. I'll lightning rod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, because you'd get fucking yeeted. Yeah. Look, I'm all for it. Just don't make it make the ride break down more. All right. Um, <clears throat> Coaster Justin asks. With T3 and potentially Mind Eraser at Six Flags America being removed, what are the three SLCs you think should leave Earth, and what would you replace each with? Okay. Well, I'd um, say those two of the three are good candidates. 
Um, Definitely. As far as the worst one, I don't know. I remember the one <clears> at <throat> New England being, or uh, Darien Lake being pretty bad. Yeah, that one sucked. Um, fuck. Uh, like I'm trying to the the one at Wallaby World, Wallaby Holland was no good. But that was the first one ever. So, um. What other parks have them still? I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, like La Ronde, New England, Wild Adventures, <laughs> Elitch. Oh. I see. I wouldn't want to take anything away from Wild Adventures because what are you going to replace it with? Right. Yeah. Cheetah sucked, but I mean, I since guess- it didn't get replaced with anything and it's it's like rather have a shitty roller coaster than nothing yeah i guess you could just replace them with uh replace them with uh what was i gonna say just those uh family boomerangs i guess that could work or um thinking about approximately the same amount of space uh a raptor I mean, obviously not quite as good on capacity, but, you know, I think especially for the smaller parks, that's a really good, that would be a great thing to sub out <clears throat> uh, an SLC for. Yeah, for sure. Oh, the one at Canada's Wonderland. Oh, right. Yeah. That one, that should be a B&M invert. Yes. And they could take that fucking Velar too. Yeah. Velari. Yeah. Yeah, those two coasters are so out of place there right now, especially with their new lineup. Yeah, get a nice fucking invert there. That one's always weird, too, because the queue line is actually kind of interesting. Or maybe, maybe a new B&M stand-up. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Coaster Justin had some other questions. I'll tell you what, bud. We've already been recording for a while. We would answer them. But when we solicit from social media, here's here's the deal, right? Discord, free to join. You ask away up there. We will get to all the questions. Okay. The other guaranteed way to get your all your questions asked. Patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Starting at just a buck a month. Join the voice chats and all that. Not to not to be rude or to cut you the fuck off, because that's not the intention. It's more to say join the Discord or or the Patreon, but the, the Discord is not behind a paywall. And uh we'll 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 get we'll get all the questions in. Cause um speaking of the Patreon, we had a couple would you rather's, which is the other thing, man, I love getting these because these are fun. And we've got some pretty creative ones this time. So, um, let's see, Nathan, Nathan, uh, he asks, would you rather attend an ERT event with all of the top coasters, but it's thrown by ACE in collaboration with coaster studios or an ERT event with all of the worst coasters in the world, but all of your best friends are there. Easily the second one. Yeah, it's definitely the second one. Because like bad roller coasters are fun when you're with friends. 
Yeah. And good roller coasters have long lines during ERT. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Vane <laughs> asks, would you rather attend Coaster Mania and be in the park all morning through late evening? Or do one of those world record marathons that require you to stay seated? Definitely Coaster Mania. I've done that. Yeah, I'd rather just do Coaster Mania. The marathons, I mean, it can be fun, but after like, I don't know, 20 laps, it's kind of like, all right, you get over it. Unless it was like... That would... Yeah. I feel like that would get so draining. Yeah, right. Cause like coaster mania all day, you could take a break as long as like, what's, what's the rules. You don't leave the peninsula all day. Fine. Like you stay at breakers. You can have a midday nap. Yeah. Or if you're crafty, take a quick nap in the car, go see a show, whatever, you know, you can take a break that way. There's really not a chance to take a break. If you're marathoning a coaster like that, <clears throat> Now, let's see. Uh, Brand Muffin wants to know, would you rather open every food stand, say 10 locations, at your favorite park with, with only one to two staff working, or open five of the most generic stands fully staffed? Um, Probably the second one, just because I hate waiting for food at a park. In my mind, park food is like grab and go. <clears throat> There's nothing more. Sam, it's always annoying when like you order something and then like, like let's say you order something like fries. I don't know. And you're like standing there for like 20, 30 minutes. And then like you hear, Oh wait, is there another order? And then like you hear the, like the deep fryer, like drop like after you've been waiting forever. And you're like, ah, fuck. yeah. But at the same time, I have a dumb dietary restriction. So if they ain't got all the places open, then I might not even have an option. Cause I know like some parks, there's like a one stand at six flags where they won't even, you, you can't even buy the fries on their own. You have to buy like with chicken tenders or whatever. Oh, gotcha. And it's like, okay. Uh, and you know if it's like a Six Flags thing, and and Brand Muffin specifically says, uh, the generic stands. So I'm like, yeah, they ain't gonna have shit for me. <laughs> I'll wait in the longer line as long as it means I got got an option. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, Shockwave Dan asks, would you rather marathon a super loop or marathon a pirate ship? Fuck my life. Um. Yeah, those both suck. Um, <coughs> probably between the two, I'm I'm gonna go pirate ship. Yeah, I sit in the middle row. Either one. Yeah, what's weird is like the super loop. I feel like I get less nauseous on the super loop than the pirate ship, but going upside down and being held upside down just gives you a, a headache after a while. So I guess, yeah, probably a pirate ship. Yeah, I mean, I would. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, I better have a drama mean and be well hydrated. 
even then, after like two cycles, I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't have the physical endurance to keep riding rides anymore. Like, I still love to ride rides, but I'm like one, two rides and and I'm good on that one, you know? Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, we made it through all the all the would you rathers. So I want to thank everybody for sending in their questions and would you rathers and uh, interacting with us. And uh, if we didn't get to yours, sorry. But please, 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 please join us on our Discord. And we will, we always, always, always take questions and would you rathers on our Discord. As well as uh, topic suggestions. And uh, like I said, also Patreon. Uh, we will, we, we accept all questions and everything from all patrons, regardless of their how they submit. But Discord's the easiest way to get a hold of us. Or L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Y-F-C-S. Got links to uh, all the ways you can find the podcast, help support us, uh, Patreon. Maybe we're going to do a merch drop soon. What do you think of that, Ben? The Forbidden Shirts. Yeah. We'll we'll see. I don't know about those, but I have some ideas for some merch we could uh, we could do. So um, we we will likely have uh, um, a limited merch drop at some point in the future. So keep it keep your eyes peeled for that. And uh, I don't know. Listen to see the carousel about the history of Great America, produced by me. Got anything else, Ben? Uh, no, I think I'm all good. Right on. All right. Well, uh, this has been fun. It's a good one. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to coaster season being here now, you know? Yeah, it's pretty close. We've gone like the first week where it didn't snow. So that's always like, it's like a new page. Yeah, right. And uh, you know what? I will encourage you guys now the coaster season's getting here. If you're out there hitting the parks, call us up, leave us a voicemail, let us know about your trip. Uh, 312-572-9552. Or the easier way to remember that, 312-5RAW-5LA. We'll play it on the show. We would love to hear about uh, all the different parks you're hitting, the rides you're riding, uh, you know, the buffet horror stories, the bad Tim Hortons coffee. Uh, no, coffee's good there, but you know, just yeah, hit us up. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks.